Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. I just kept thinking about how someone might be listening to this so far into the future that we might already be dead, which yeah. could just be tomorrow, honestly. But let's assume that we live to the ripe old age of tomorrow. Let's say another 50 years. Oh, yeah. It's very generous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I meant between the two of us, 25 each. Oh, okay. That's still pushing it for me, but okay. The future, <laughs> it, it moves so fast that, I mean, just a year ago, people tend to forget about a year ago where we or were. Or two years ago. Or two. Yeah. Or three years ago. Actually, not three years ago, because three years ago was before the end times. Yeah. Well, everybody's forgot about that. Yeah. 2019 was a decade ago or if you're listening to this 25 years in the future it's like 27 years in the past but it feels like 37 i don't know this this it's the medieval times at that point you'll be telling stories of like the sword and the stone and type shit yeah do we cycle back around do we just go back through another renaissance because here's what I'm thinking. I think we should, every couple of years, just loop back around on the traditions we may have forgotten. Um, so whether you're listening to this in the future or whether you're listening to this right now, in this year, we in California just reelected Governor Gavin Newsom, who just a couple of years ago for Thanksgiving was celebrating by putting what I think his administration even deemed as severe restrictions but necessary right i'm sure it said that in there yeah so i think maybe we could do a bit of a a throwback right like i consider myself a traditionalist so why not go back to the roots go back yeah. to the old school way of doing thanksgiving All right turkey day and bring it back to traditions yeah I think we should like, let's see what uh newsom believes that the subservient classes beneath him should be doing for thanksgiving because we are in the future we do know what he did that thanksgiving and we got those pictures out pretty quickly after that and he was not doing these things but he didn't say that he believes that he should have to do these things and these there's nothing in here that says that. So let's uh, let's see what he thinks that we should have been doing in California to save the lives of many. Big rule number one was no more than three households, with the quote being, the longer the duration of the gathering, the risk of transmission increases. Um, this did have a bit to say about indoor versus outdoors, which I think was the part that got 
probably the most response in terms of headlines and things like that. So the quote from the statement was, gatherings that occur outdoors are significantly safer than indoor gatherings. Which I actually will say, if you just literally use that line, that's actually still, I'd say, true. Yeah, I I would say that's probably true, especially... Uh, in a sunny area where you have the UV because we all know that viruses don't don't survive well under UV light so right right um, um, so they have they have a requirement that all <clears throat> gatherings are outside the part where it goes a bit awry though is where it goes on to say attendees may go inside to use restrooms as long as the restrooms are frequently sanitized mm-hmm. so that just sounds like they're obsessed with your Bathroom cleanliness. Yeah. What does that have to do with an airborne that... virus? And yeah, I don't know. I mean, nothing. But it it does. Uh, it is like something you can tell somebody to do, which is kind of the point, I think. And it is a good idea. I do like the idea that restrooms should be frequently sanitized. Yeah. But I like the idea of private property more. So there's getting the government out of your bedroom, but then there's getting the government out of your bathroom. Yes, these are two different problems that I am trying to solve. <laughs> no, you have to pick one. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> A lot of the stuff I do in my bathroom, I also do in my bedroom. Swiftly moving on, the next item <laughs> is in regards to masks, which must must stay on after eating and drinking. Uh, the rules state that those at the gathering may remove their face coverings briefly to eat or drink as long as they stay at least six feet away from everyone outside their own household and put their face covering back on as soon as they are done with the activity. The funny thing about this that I, I find funny is at this point everybody knew the cloth masking and all that that it just didn't work it's not that he wasn't aware of these things at this point and I'll, I think a lot of it is just to see if he can make people do things I, I think most of this was the 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 power the you had a lot of people getting made like uh governor decrees or whatever and just they're in some agency that's supposed to do some small little part of say the barbershop business some small regulation but now they're going out shutting people down over an illegal governor declaration they're telling people they have to shut the doors and calling the cops and 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 the people who never had power and they still don't, but like they're using the strong arm of the law and they're loving it, you know? I, I think that a lot of this is really just about how intoxicating that is. And I think that's why a lot of these things, both chronologically and even as we continue down this list, it sort of starts reasonable and gets more and more difficult to justify both as you go down the list and as you move further in time because 
The next bit here I think is funny and I also sort of take personal offense to because it's it says uh, singing and shouting is strongly discouraged. But the line that really gets me is musicians are allowed at gatherings, but they must be from one of the three households. And I just find that hilarious. <laughs> because you have to imagine that when they were proposing this, they gave it to someone to proofread and they were like, oh, this language is confusing. It says three household and musicians are allowed. But would that technically mean that they're allowed to bring someone from a fourth household? And whoever was writing it was like, oh, good catch. Okay, let me rewrite this. Okay, musicians are allowed at gatherings, but they must be from one of the three households. Good catch, Larry. Good catch. (laughs) I thought that people in California just didn't want to bring... Like it was kind of passe or something to bring musicians, even if they were in. But this was clarifying that it's okay. If your cousin's a musician, you can still bring them to the party. Oh, so so in that case, maybe this was written by a musician. Where it was like, <laughs> they weren't allowed at Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, you know, you can't come to Thanksgiving this year. It's tight. We got to keep the list short. It's like when you're like politically not invited to a particular wedding. Yeah. And this person was like, oh, well, there's no, a line can, right here. <laughs> you can definitely bring musicians. It specifically states it right here. They're allowed because <laughs> they're a part of one of the three households. I don't see any line where it says the lawyer can come. <laughs> well, he's a different household anyway. The musician is the one who's sleeping in his parents' basement. Yeah. At what point is a musician his own household? <laughs> I mean, if you live in your van in the driveway, are you still part of the household? I guess it's mailing address, right? Yeah, I guess so. But speaking of distance, social distance, which was really popular in middle school, like telling people personal space. Yeah, but for different reasons. Well, cooties, I guess, right? Yeah. Our handsy teachers. For some of us more attractive people. <laughs> I, I did I, I do like that when we uh had had these rules come out, it specified the directions because it said seating must provide at least six feet of distance in all directions, front to back and side to side between different households. Uh, up to down was fair game though. You could double-decker that bitch quick. Mm. Yeah, so it's only two-dimensional space, right? Yeah. If you had a small yard, you just had to go with double-decker. Like, you're on his shoulders, you're on his shoulders. We got a double-stack table. (laughs) I mean, this is what Japan learned years ago. Let's do this. Just build up. Like, my backyard's tiny, man. I would probably have to do the double decker deal. But it'd be cool. The chairs, the tables, I'd keep that shit. So the next to last item is hand hygiene, which is a place for washing hands or hand sanitizer must be available for use at the gathering. 
and all attendees should wash their hands or use hand sanitizer frequently. So just I'm thinking putting it out there though, if they're allowed to go into the bathroom at a house, what kind of fucking houses don't have sinks to wash your hands? So like that's available. Well, this was the point I was making. You were talking about stacking, right? Yeah. If this is the kind of gathering that you and I have for Thanksgiving, then someone might be standing and or sitting on the sink, at which point it gives way, and now you no longer have a sink available to your guests. Oh, fuck. Bust out the hose, man. Do it old school. I mean, this is very important stuff. It's not like we can't wash our hands. We have to. That's true. That's true. Post out the hose. I mean, be damned with the water shortage in California. We're talking about COVID here. Well, speaking of water shortage, I did want to touch on the last but certainly not least item is um, Gavin's green initiative around containers. This was an item for... I think we can all agree a very food centric holiday and the rule put in place was as much as possible, all food and drink should be served in disposable containers. Nice. Yeah. So real ecological play there. Well, remember when we got, uh, we were traveling together, right? And we got to a state. I know you deal with this a lot where you're where you live, but like I don't. But we we had driven through some states, and we weren't eating the best food because we were in a hurry, right? <clears throat> we had gotten fast food here and fast food there, and then we hit a state that the McDonald's was like it was a required paper straw, but like to I guess. To take away some of the annoyance of that, they were like, all their drink cups were plastic now. Like, but the the states where the plastic straws were allowed that we were just in had paper cups, which was a much bigger item. And then this tiny little plastic straw. But then when you got to the paper straw places, you had big plastic cups. And these little, you know, these paper straws with with plastic wrappers on the paper straw where we had paper wrappers on the plastic straws. It just didn't seem like it saved any... Well, I know it didn't fucking stop plastic usage because the cup was a lot more plastic. And then we also used plastic to cover the paper because the paper straw can't get wet, right? Because it's got a very short shelf life once moisture hits it. It just was dumb for the sake of some political something. A, a great example of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. We also were not allowed to enter a, a, a eating establishment right before that. Because was we, that a... we didn't have masks on. <laughs> was that a subway? Yeah, it was a subway. Eat flesh. 
I don't I don't want to badmouth the wrong chain if I got it. It was Subway. It was Jared. You know, Jared. That guy. The diddler? Yeah. Or the yeah. Well the the weight loss dude. You talk about what he's known for, right? Oh right, right. (laughs) (laughs) I I I do like that idea of someone being like making some sort of like uh in indecent joke and they're like oh you know like epstein you're like oh the financier (laughs) oh you mean the governor of arkansas (laughs) just those where have you been moments (laughs) yeah jared the weight loss subway guy yeah right paul walker you know meet the needles <laughs> <laughs> i just want to openly admit that the cheap joke that i would go to has something to do with his premature death <laughs> yeah you rose above <laughs> did i <laughs> so what do you say you want to do a throwback Thanksgiving? Go back to our traditional ways, our conservative values, and put some law and order back in place. Because you're 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 a self-professed righty whitey tidies. Yeah, I'm a definitely uh an conservative old family guy. type of guy, yeah, I would say. You like traditions. So <laughs> let's go back a few years to what we used to do for Thanksgiving before all of this woke ideology started (laughs) blending all these households. This free loving family time bullshit that we're doing. And let's get down to some structure, right? I mean, think about it. It would be anarchy if the government wasn't telling us, giving us some sort of rules and how our families get together. I mean, how would it work without that? Because if we think about how every Thanksgiving before had been. I imagine it was just a lot of feathers and Indians and like just savagery. I can't remember. It's so long ago, but like I'm sure it was very primitive. It is hard to remember the before times. Yes. It's like the 80s, I guess. It was just like crocodile dundee and cocaine. See that's that that's another thing that I think is is uh you know part of this is the, is the the war on drugs. Where would we be if we didn't have the war on drugs? <laughs> Donald Trump bless his dumb ass heart comes out and like that's his new campaign move. That's his new wall. Is let's give drug dealers the death penalty. Fuck, dude. You're losing it in your old age. This is actually a question I have because I did hear, I I know this is way off, but also I'm kind of getting bummed out about this backward-looking Thanksgiving thing, so maybe I'll just laugh it up over the uh, campaign here, but Trump announced his candidacy just this week or last, right? Yeah. Okay. 
And what is his take? What's his new wall? What's what's he fighting for now? The drug dealers to get the death penalty. He'll be moving for that. He gave some fake numbers that were like an average drug dealer will be responsible for like 5,000 deaths in their drug dealing career. So they should get the death penalty or whatever. So like, <laughs> is this is this tied to the opioid epidemic in some way or is this more just yeah i think i think that's part of it is like he's using the opioid scare to like push this but like i don't know it's kind of weird because at some point in his last presidency he was talking about reform and getting drug dealers out of prisons you know that didn't do any violent crime and now he's uh he's throwing this up there this whole you know hard on crime let's go back to uh basically let's let's do the uh let's double down on the biden crime you know bill (laughs) that'll be my campaign run let's biden was right back in the 80s or 90s or whatever was it 92 i think he was that's actually kind of genius right is he saw Biden win and he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll just do what that guy did. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it it's not going to work because the people who don't want, uh, the people in government that don't want a Trump or somebody like that to be in office aren't doing it for the crime bills or whatever. It's the military spending. It's, it was very obvious that it was the military end of government that was very anti-Trump because they couldn't trust him to st- stick to the the war plans and whatnot. I, I think you I think you do raise a good point because while we are technically in peacetime right now, our <laughs> military spending would not have you believe that into in that as of right now we've sent how many billions to ukraine congress has passed three aid packages Mm, again by the time someone listens to this in the future we might have passed i don't know three more who knows uh but in total we're at 68 billion uh, but just this month, they did request another thirty-seven billion. So if that passes, it would be a hundred and five billion. I mean, he deserves an Oscar, doesn't he? Zelensky. <laughs> it's funny that like we had a CIA <laughs> actor. It's like he's so involved in the CIA and an actor, Sean Penn, that when you say he's involved in the CIA to like your father in law, they're like, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody be- believes it and knows it, right? Yeah, it's not really the tinfoil hat type of conspiracy it's sort of the it's the same way that people were like oh 
Har- Harvey Weinstein, you mean? Yeah. I, I'd say I'd say truly the definition of an open secret. Right. So like, and then he goes and gives Zelensky the fucking <laughs> the goddamn Oscar he got for the movie that nobody cared about. But of course, he's gonna win because the CIA makes sure that it happens. Right. <laughs> it's just like. It was pathetic. It was very awkward, too. Did, did you see the video when he handed it to him? How it just seemed very weird. <laughs> no, I've not seen it. But I also won't hold being awkward against anybody because I don't really have any room to talk there. Yeah, but okay. So imagine that you lived in a different country or <laughs> let's better yet. Imagine that you dabbled in a, let's call it an underground scene of musicians that don't give two shits about an MTV Music Award. award. Didn't mean anything here in these circles, right? Not that you hate people who have one. You just don't care, right? And then somebody comes up to you while you're in some sort of power struggle for, let's say, the, but I don't know, the rights to your music or something, right? <laughs> it has nothing to do with this third party and gives you an MTV Music Award that they just won and said, you really deserve this. That didn't help at all. <laughs> Whatever. How would you like, but you would want, you knew cameras on you, so you don't want to like, just be a jerk. So you're like, oh, means so much kind of that's what it looked like that's what it felt like so i have two questions mm-hmm. one is am i also getting 60 billion dollars in this scenario and two i guess that changes things doesn't it my second question is is the person giving me the award part of one of the three households 